Hey guys, and welcome to the Stan Kirsch Studios podcast, where working actors talk. Each episode, we sit down with different industry professionals who share their experiences, provide advice, and just talk about issues that are relevant today. This week, we are diving into part two of our social media series, sitting down with Ulysses Morazan. Yuli is not only an incredible actor, but over the past five years, he and his current husband have built and monetized a massive social media following with over 432,000 TikTok followers to date. Listen as he demystifies the process and find out how this newfound passion has helped him in his acting career. With that, I give you Yuli and Colleen Foy. Ulysses, uh, in addition to being a fantastic actor, you also have an incredible social media following and you do such fantastic content. Not only is this content very well liked and followed, but I think the quality is both amazing and somehow makes people laugh, people enjoy it, but it gives a little bit of who you are to anyone who sees it. Speaking about the numbers, you have 432 thousand followers on TikTok and 171,000 followers on Instagram. Uh, so Yuli, before we get into talking specifics about uh, social media, TikTok, Instagram, and all the amazing things you've accomplished, how did you get to SKS? What brought me to Stan Kirsch was actually Rachel Drummond. We worked together at the same restaurant, and although we didn't have many shifts together, um, uh, I knew that she was like the booking actor in at that at that re- restaurant, um, and I uh, had heard about her and like her success, and so I was like, um, I'm just gonna do what she's doing since it's working, and I'm gonna go to Stan Kirsch. Obviously, it's working for her, and <laughs> let me get a like get a taste of you know something different. Um, and so yeah, that brought me here. Amazing. Uh, Without talking about specific bookings or anything else that we can't talk about, what has been the most valuable thing about the SKS style to your career? I think the biggest thing that has uh, contributed to bookings for me um, was the uh, warmth and community that the SKS studio brought. I was at different, I had like tried different studios and I was at another studio right before this that felt very competitive at the time and very um, like too, like everyone was out to get each other. And like, I didn't feel like I was in a space where I could actually let down my guard and grow. And I was just trying to be right all the time. So I ended up coming to San Kirsch and it just, the community, the environment, um, the culture, that is there is set up so that you feel comfortable and you're willing to work on things and you're willing to learn. Um, And so because then I was able to let my guard down, I was able to grow as an actor. um, And I think that that helped me a lot. Amazing. Now you're part of that community, helping others literally at this moment. Okay, let's get into it. When did you first start posting? And when did you know that like, huh, maybe this is a thing? I started doing social media five years ago with my then boyfriend, now husband. Uh, And I think we just like had seen a couple of like gay couple um, social media influencers. And we were like, I think we could do something like that or, you know, but it didn't really take that much thought. I think we had like one conversation 
um, about it. And then one night we were like, let's just record ourselves and see like what, what happens. And so we ended up recording ourselves. And I think we both fell in love with the like editing process and like the creative part of it and like figuring it out. Um, my husband is very much like, like a research-based type A, like, like, like loves ideating everything. So he was, he threw himself into like, what, how do you become a successful at YouTube and all these things? And I was, I mean, we're both really creative, but I more enjoyed like the ideas and like, like the, how to make it funny and all these things. Um, and so, uh, and so we started doing that. And for some reason, we both committed to doing one YouTube video every Thursday for like, and we did that for like three or four years, maybe three years. Um, we both just like dived deep into it. We both learned editing and it like really consumed like us because we were having so much fun. One, um, in the beginning, it was just like, we were just having a blast. Um, and the, what my husband researched was, you know, the thing that was the most important on YouTube was like consistency. Um, so we decided, okay, once a week, what can we do Thursday? Um, I worked nights, so I would edit during the day and then he worked days. So he would edit at night and we would like come up with concepts together. And it was a lot of fun. Um, but then because of YouTube and like us trying to grow on YouTube and gaining some traction, we, uh, we decided that we should probably get an Instagram to help our YouTube page. And we started doing a couple's Instagram account and that grew easier than it was to grow on YouTube. Um, uh, I think just because I think YouTube is a oversaturated market. It's really hard to uh, start growing on YouTube when you're brand new because so many people have such a big head start. I don't think that it's not possible. So many people do it all the time. Um, it was just, we found uh, that our Instagram was going a lot faster. Um, and also when we started doing, when we started growing on Instagram, brands started to reach out to us. Um, not, not, a, not a ton, like small things. Um, but my, uh, my husband was like, okay, so we should just follow where the money's coming. Really? Like if people are noticing us on Instagram, people are taking notice of us on that. And that's takes much less time than YouTube. Then our focus should be on Instagram and not on YouTube. Um, and then that's where things started to shift a little bit. We still did the once a week YouTube videos um, for a little longer, but then we realized that we should just put all our energy into Instagram. Um, and then after that, uh, we when TikTok came around, um, I was a little like against it in the beginning, not against it, but I was like, I don't want to have another platform to think about and like think about making a whole other thing for this other platform. In the beginning, I was like, let's just concentrate on the two platforms that we're trying to be successful in and not like think about this other third thing that we then had to figure out. Um, but then I changed my mind <laughs> and I thought, wait a minute, if YouTube's so hard to grow on because it is overly saturated and everyone wants to do it, what if I was like one of the first people to blow up on TikTok? What if like I like or, you know, because like. 
if I was in the beginning of YouTube, that would be so much easier. So like, this is so new, it's blowing up. Let me explore at that. Um, and TikTok helped us blow up because I think personally, I do really well in video content and um, my humor comes out mostly with my voice. Um, so because of TikTok and the way social media changed, everything became more about video content, short form video content, which is just where I excelled. Um, with Instagram, we found that we were stalling because it was photos. And, and it was like, I did like these like perfect photos of us being in love. And it's hard to be funny when you're just like saying, oh my God, I love my fiance, my boyfriend, my husband. Um, TikTok allowed us to be humorous and it changed Instagram because the Instagram got reels and it made it easier for me to blow up on both platforms. Uh, did I answer your question? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. What makes a video go viral or what makes a video connect with an audience? Hooking in your audience as fast as possible and keeping them on the platform for as long as possible. Also, like if it's like good content, that's great. Um, first and foremost, like make it great content because it's all about scrolling past really fast. So you have a limited amount of time to get people to stay on your video. This is something that I've learned just like in my process is that like uh, you don't want a lot of lead up to the actual topic that you're talking about, you know? Um, which is a lot of my story times will begin with what they call a hook, um, where it's like, this is the time I hooked up with a straight guy. And then I go into the story being like, okay, so let me tell you, it's like, this is the beginning I was in college, you know, like, but that immediate, like, oh, this is what this video is about. And it's something that I'm interested in hearing about. Then, you know, they stay on. Uh, a lot of my video content is uh, list form. So I'll be like, these are the people that have supported me outside of pride. And then I start listing people. So there is a, you know, like my dad. And so people are then intrigued to stay longer. Buzzfeed famously does it all the time lists. Another thing that helps videos go viral, I think, is just if they just happen to be just really good content. Um, there are just moments where, especially on TikTok, things that are just like, feel like they're in, they're caught in the moment and caught off guard, but they just happen to be really funny are really great. I think if you're capitalizing on a trend, that is also a really like good way to go, like get views or go viral on TikTok. You can capitalize on a trend. Um, but I think overall, the biggest thing that you can do is you can hook people in really quickly and you can make them stay on the platform for longer because those videos will be pushed longer for more. Oh. So the goal of getting them on that platform for longer means that the platform will start sort of promoting or pushing your stuff. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think like if they feel like people are staying on their app for longer because of a video that you've created, they well, that just like signals to them that people are watching your video for a longer period of time. So the content must be worth promoting out to other people on their page. It'll first uh, throw out your content to um, a small variety of people that they think would like it. And if it does really well with them, they'll push it out to like a wider group and a wider group and a wider group. So that like helps things go viral. I also think, um, unfortunately, some videos go viral and you have no control over it. And some videos that like 
you've done every, like you've crossed all your T's and I's and for some reason it doesn't like, these are all things that happen on social media where it's like, okay, I have a good hook. I have a list and everything, but it's just like not clicking or the timing's off or, you know, like wrong timing for whatever reason. And it could also not go viral, you know, even if you do everything you think is right. Got it. Okay. You're like going by the playbook. It can still not happen. I think um, so. yeah. 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 And one of the videos that like, you're like, oh, it's kind of a throwaway thing could just hit because it hits. Yes. I'm yeah. making up those words. Hits because it hits. Those are, the words. those are the technical terms. Thank you, Yuli. <laughs> What's interesting about this whole experience is that for me is that I would rather have none of my videos go viral if I had just like a consistency um, within them. I almost think that it is better to like cultivate an audience that has the same amount of viewership and likes and comments on it than it is for like one video to be a million, one video to be a hundred views and, you know, like randomize. Like, I think it's so much better to cultivate a community that likes your content uh, no matter what. And that is hard to do. So you said that some brands reached out to you and Ernesto. Um, I would love to hear how you navigated that very first one. Uh, if you had anyone sort of mentoring you through that, I'm curious if you've ever turned brands down. And then what was the turning point where you were able to maybe leave that muggle job behind? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I think I'm trying to remember. I think in the beginning, um, we... Uh, we're able to be guided by like some social media friends. Um, luckily that gave us a couple of names of like some websites that um, you can put yourself on. And it's a way for like brands to like kind of see your profile. Um, so you just put on like your profile on there and all your analytics and like some rates. Um, so I think that's kind of how we started working with brands. They're like, um, like one's called like four.co, one's called influential, but like basically you put your profile, I kind of like actors, actors, you put your profile on there um, and if brands like what they see or they're looking for a specific kind of influencer, um, they can find you um, or you, there's a, a lot of these websites have it where you also apply um, to certain campaigns that are going on at the moment. We didn't have too much mentorship. We had a, a, like some friends that were also in the same game as us and would guide us and tell us about rates and all these things. Um, so they were really helpful. But besides that, we kind of just figured it out um, on our own. A lot of these like websites kind of guide you based on like your following, what to charge in the beginning. So we just kind of started there and slowly started working with a couple of brands um not not too much but one here or there um and it was like pretty helpful in supplemental income um but not enough to go like to quit my day job um and then when we started growing on tiktok which also helped us grow on instagram um we got bigger and uh, I guess with that comes more eyeballs on your content. Um, and this, uh, a company reached out to us for like four TikTok videos that would be also Instagram videos. Um, and because of that campaign, 
I was like, okay, I can go solo um, for a couple of months and survive. Like I was like, based on this money that's like incoming, I can give it a chance and I can like quit my serving job and give it a try solo. I'll survive. And then if nothing else comes from it, I can always go back. Um, but it gave me kind of like a cushion to give it, give it a try. That happened at the beginning of last year. Um, and it's really interesting because, uh, uh, I luckily have not been, you know, I didn't have to go back. And I think leaving the serving job gave me the opportunity to focus more, um, on this and put my energy into it. And I was able to continue booking with other brands and continue to grow, um, without having to worry about, you know, whether I was going to survive, um, or have to go back. Um, I will say that I was really reluctant in the beginning to do that because I think it's just so scary. <laughs> like it was just so scary. I was, I was pulled so thin by the end that it was almost like I had no choice. I couldn't do both. It was getting too consuming. Um, uh, but I was definitely like, this is, I don't know if this is going to work out and still don't know how long this is going to work out, but, um, was able to then be like, okay, I can do this for a while and see what happens. I'm, I'm sort of diverting for just a sec because I was looking at your Instagram earlier, uh, stalker and, um, everything that I looked at just feels so freaking on brand, Yuli. Branding is very sort of hot topic, but I feel like it gets misused a whole heck of a lot. When I look at your stuff, I'm like, aha, that's branding. So, um, uh, your sort of bio for Yuli and Ernesto is temporarily married to my current husband, fingers crossed, which I think <laughs> is so funny. But then when I go to your um, shop for your merch, um, the sweatshirts uh, and mugs say uh, current husband, right? Uh, is that right? Current husband? Yes, current, current husband. husband. Yeah. And it says you'd co use code divorce for 20% off your order. I'm just like, the bio is spot on, the merch is spot on, the discount code, like being divorced, like you just have like humor threaded throughout everything. It just feels so incredible. It, it feels so incredible. And, and that's not really a question. It's just like, I freaking love it. And that's an example when I'm like, well, bam, I get it. I totally get it. Um, uh, that was not a question, but do you have anything to say about that? That was just a little diversion that I took. Yeah, you know, I think that well first thank you. <laughs> um uh, I I think when you look at that it seems like we had it all figured out and it seems like it's oh my god this is so like it makes so much sense and it all like lands together but truly it is something that has come together with time and with like putting our voices together and fine tuning and fine tuning and figuring out what people like about our content. Um, current husband came about because randomly in one video, I said, current husband, <laughs> and my comments were filled with how funny that was. Um, and I just kind of like went with it and it has become part of my identity and my brand. And it's, there's so many things like that, like happy accidents like that, that I've just like taken and ran with. And it's just so fun and fantastic. Um, 
like the reason why I started blowing up in general on social media was because I had this idea of rating uh like there was uh I know that rating things has been like a proven format on TikTok and Reels and so then I thought rating uh, then my fiance at the time Ernesto rating him throughout the week I thought that it was just like really funny and could do well on like this platform because I felt like these are something something that people are used to seeing but it's like a spin on it and it has to do yeah. with my relationship and it's just like inherently really funny um so yeah, it's turned into this thing where I'm like, okay, this is my type of humor that I just have like in general. And I then have these happy accidents where I say current husband and, you know, and it, people find it so funny and I find it so funny that I then think, okay, sell current husband shirts, the discount, or it, like it all makes sense. I think that like within this process of like posting and figuring out what I find funny, what my audience finds funny, I've able to like fine tune this voice of being like uh, this character that calls their husband current husband and tortures their husband. And it's not something that like, I don't, I don't think is again, revolutionary. I think there's been so many sitcoms where you have a couple where like someone, you know, you know, you have the like lovable. I I always say some, I, uh, when people ask me about my content, I always feel like it's the Ernesto and I are like the, I love Lucy formula. Like there is the Lucy and then there's the Ricky Ricardo and um, I'm the Lucy that's in my own world and doing all these crazy things. And Ernesto is reacting to all my crazy antics. And so (laughs) it's not something that like I'm, like just like have this revolutionary every idea um but it's something that uh uh works and uh once I figured that out it was so much easier than to like know what the next video was going to be but I definitely didn't have it figured out in the beginning so cool Yuli oh I was just gonna say and speaking about branding as an actor it's been kind of fun uh, just to see how I come off. So in so many in my videos, people say, oh, you look like this actor, or you look like that actor. And, uh, or like, this is giving me like David Rose vibes, you know, this is giving me like Pam and Mitch on Modern Family. And it's kind of fun because it's helped me kind of being like, fine tune my own branding just because I have this pool of people that don't really know me and they just know my voice and the things that I put on social media. And they already have an idea of like who I am and what I can play, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Do you think your social media following has helped your acting career at all? Yeah. And I think in some ways that I'm not really sure. Yes. And in other ways I'm thinking like, absolutely. I think um, it has helped me. I feel understand a little bit about more of the business aspect as an actor and just kind of, um, I think I find that there's a lot of parallels when it comes to social media and acting because they're both like in entertainment and um, kind of, I've done a lot of like the negotiations for my own contracts and understanding advertisement in a different way through entertainment. So that has helped me just kind of, um, have kind of an understanding of like what um what it feels to be less personally connected and more think of it as a business 
yeah. and uh, uh, and how to proceed as an actor as like uh, almost like um, not an object because that seems that seems uh, not nice. Um, <laughs> but I think of myself at the Yuli Ernesto. I think of that as like more of like a character and something that I'm selling, and it's helped me remove my U Ulysses Morazan personal attachment to acting and more of a Ulysses Morazan business as a uh, something that I'm selling to people as an actor. Um, I think also the more eyeballs you have on you, the better. I feel like social media is just like another avenue to take as when it comes to, um, you know, putting yourself out there. I think, you know, there's many avenues to take as an actor and like some people choose to write content and shorts and film festivals and there's like stand-up comedy and there's, you know, like obviously we all audition, but like there's so many, and I'm just saying social media is probably just one of those many ways to just get people and eyeballs on you. Um, and I don't, no one has ever brought me in and said, uh, like, I'm calling you in because I watch your social media. Um, but uh, I have been on set where people have recognized me from my social media. Um, I, be, you know, like I get recognized by a lot of people. I have like America Ferreira started following me three days ago. Um and like Chelsea Handler has commented on my post and like all these things where I'm like, if these people are like following me and seeing my content, there has to be a world out there where when my photo pops up or when my reel pops up, someone out there must be like, maybe not direct, maybe someone's like, oh, that's Yuli, cool, let's call him in. That's like the best case example, but like also there's an example out there where I think someone's like, how do I know that guy? Like, I, I think I've seen him before. He looks familiar. I feel like I know him from something. Let me just call him in. Um, so that has helped. I um, just recently signed with a manager that now represents me for social media and as an actor, um, which has been an interesting transition. I, I uh, signed with him right before the writer's strike. So... Um, there is not no way of knowing yet, <laughs> uh, you know, what that is going to be like. Um, but I'm hopeful. And the biggest takeaway that was great from signing with this manager um, was that he saw my content uh, before signing me. So like you're saying, he ha has an idea, like a sharper idea of who I am and the comedy that I do and the voice and the brand that I have. Um, so um, I'm hoping that becomes a reflection on this type of stuff that I go out on. I felt like, you know, with my old managers who I loved and were the reasons why I have all the con like the credits that I do. So no shade to them, but like, um, there was, I think in the beginning specifically, there's like a, how does he fit? Like, where do we put him? You know, I think this works and this doesn't work, but I think with my new manager, hopefully there is a more of a sharper focus on who I am and what I can bring. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll have to see. Amazing. <laughs> did you seek him out or did he find you and was like, oh my gosh, I want to wreck this kid, <laughs> this kid, this young man? 
this boy. <laughs> um, uh, he emailed me. Um, I was in the meeting of taking, looking for a social media manager. Um, and I was in the mid middle of taking meetings. So I was um, uh, hitting up a bunch of social media agencies and I had a bunch of meetings lined up. Um, but none of them were like social media and acting. And but in my research of trying to find a social media manager, I came across Select Management Group and they represented like actors that I thought like, you know, like a couple of actors that are also social media people. So I was like, oh, could this be like a great place for me? Like you represent social media people who act. Um, and they had like a like a lot of like very influential people, like millions of subscribers, millions of followers. Um, and so then I went to the website and I was like, I'm already taking meetings. Might as well just try to like email them my stuff. Who knows, you know? Um, but on the website, it says, we do not take unsolicited emails. So then I was like, okay, I won't contact them. I just followed them on Instagram and then just started liking their stuff. And then... Um, I think a couple weeks later, I got an email for a potential meeting. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> what is happening? Uh, yeah. And so I took the meeting with them um, and ended up going with them because I was like, I was kind of scared because I felt like it was kind of like too big of a leap for me based on their like roster, not just of actors, but just like of influential like content creators. I was like, these are people that are like, I wish to be one day um but uh you know you never know until you know so I just said yes and we are signing signed together and um yeah it's been amazing so far we've only been able to do just the social media stuff at the moment but you know when things hopefully settle down I can you know explore the other side and I'm excited about it that's amazing uh I know that Zach has influencer contracts have some of your um campaigns been under that SAG contract? That's so funny. I actually was just talking to my manager about this today. Um, uh, uh, at the moment, no. Um, but I believe that going forward, it's going to look like that is going to be more of a strict requirement. Mm -hmm. Um, at first I had, I mean, I think the SAG contract with influencers is relatively new too. Mm -hmm. I think like um, four months or something. So I think uh, in the beginning, no one kind of knew what that meant. And, you know, I think it was kind of like trying to figure out like what if this was necessary and like how necessary and like which projects. Um, but my manager was talking to me today about how they're like, he had a meeting with SAG and they were talking about like going forward that uh, it's looking like then we're going to have to have every SAG or every brand contract that I do be under that agreement. Um, so at the moment I haven't had any experience with that yet, but I think I will very soon. <laughs> well, that's actually great because you can build towards pension and health. Yeah. I think, um, yeah. From a complete outsider's point of view, I think that's pretty <laughs> awesome. If someone is starting today, what should they aim for doing within the next seven days? Like what could be something... Because I think I would be inspired by this and be like, oh, my God, now I have to start posting every day and I got to be on top of the trends and I have to like blah, blah, blah. Um, but 
just starting out, what is a what sort of the middle balance between um, uh, showing up for this and giving a good amount of time and attention to it, but also not burning yourself out within the first week? I think it does feel really overwhelming in the beginning mm -hmm. to hear all the like, once a day brands what you know like yeah it is a lot to take in so I understand like I can speak like this because like at this point like I do it it's so comfortable for me I would just look at the things that I enjoy watching when it comes to social media mm -hmm. um and kind of find those like top five people that like if I was a social media person these are the people that I would like to emulate um and start looking at their content and what they do and what makes them successful. Um, that's a really great ease. That's, I mean, I think that's a nice, easy way to get started because that's kind of how I did it. You know, mm -hmm. I looked at the people that I thought were funny content that I wanted to do um, and be like, and from there you can be like, okay, this is the kind of content that they do um, what's, what's my version of that? You know, like, what is my, my, my example of that? You know, like you're going to have to come to the place where you just like start and you just figure it out. The more you get into the habit of just like posting, even if it doesn't get views and doesn't get traction, you're still getting to the habit of putting yourself out there. And that is also a good thing to start doing because it is, it can take a lot to like, Put something out there like it is you know you're putting your voice you're putting your image you're putting your personality and like you know it can be kind of daunting so if you just like start just like posting something and just ripping the band-aid off and it's like okay that's not that scary you know like yeah. um it gets easier and easier and you know you figure it out and it's okay i think it's like i fail so many times and you know i still fail fail today and I posted a video that has like no views, but like I am going to continue posting because social media is the beauty about it is that it's 10 seconds or 30 seconds or one minute. Like you get to retry and retry and retry as many times as you want. And it's no one's holding you accountable to anything, you know? Yeah. Um, and so that's, that's, I don't know if that's helpful, but that's what I think. That's so helpful. And I think that might actually be a good practice in life anyway, because I can get very precious with my auditions. Um, so if I practice being less precious and just think of it as like one foot in front of the other, it's just a 10 second clip after a 30 second clip after a 10 second clip, it mm. might, I can sort of foresee that it might help me uh, wrap my mind and my heart around the idea that we can make mistakes and we could just get up and do it again and try again. Yeah. I feel like it's like a lot, a lot of us in our acting journey too. It's like that first audition is just like, <laughs> you know, and then you, you practice and you do it again and again, and you know, you get better and you figure things out and you're like, that's not good. And that's good. And, you know, it's kind of like the same thing, you know, the more you do anything, the better you get at it, you know? hundred percent. That's funny because I say that all the time to students, but still I have this like fear of posting something. What I'm finding with social media as far as like uh, 
content is um, Gen Z specifically, I think maybe have started the trend, but now everyone in general just wants some authenticity and uh, like just not feeling like you're faking it, I guess, you know? And so there is, and that could look, you know, a thousand many different ways, but there is like a, like an authenticity to social media that has become very popular and has made it possible for people that aren't the usual Instagram-y models to grow because there is a need to connect and in an authentic way. I think posting content that you find enjoyable and that you're comfortable with posting is the number one. Like if you you know, there's so many videos out there when it comes to like beauty and makeup, because this is the first thing that's coming to my mind that are like, uh, you know, glossed, beautiful videos that do really well too. And I'm, I think it's just because that person it's authentic to that person. Like you can't, you can't think of authenticity as like this thing that like, you know, is the same for everyone, but if it's authentic to you, then it will read well on social media platforms, you know? Yeah. Because even like even my jokes, like a lot of them are predetermined and calculated and edited, you know. Um, but hopefully, I'm like what I try to do is capture, you know, these funny moments that I do have with my husband that are authentic and that are hitting a chord, you know, with other people. Absolutely, and only today did I look at your stuff from like do I see editing in this? It's never jumped out at me. Like, like this is edited and processed. It's just sort of like, oh my God, hilarious, amazing. His mom is actually there. You know, I'm sort of like noticing all the other stuff. I think that's with good acting as well. You know, um, we can look at it as sort of like, I see that beat that they took and I saw them do a little bit of an exhale before the monologue. I wish they didn't do that. Um, But if you're just really moved by someone's performance, you don't see any of that until you're looking for it. Um, yeah. I think you guys do such an outstanding job, really. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's really fun. And I think that like, it has, uh, I think the best part about it is the community and the, the humor that I'm able to cultivate, even with my own audience, like everyone's in on the joke and that is so fun for me. Um, like when I do, I do a lot of story time videos where I'm like cutting an already cut sandwiches, a sandwich. Um, and it drives people up the wall. And I did it once and people are like, did you cut an already cut sandwich? And now I do it all the time to the point where then I did it one time where I cut uh, a cut sandwich, like I cut an uncut sandwich and they were like, oh, I, I thank God. Like someone was like, oh, I see you're cutting on cut sandwiches. You know, like, it's just like, it's so fun. Now when I say husband and I don't say current husband, people are like, oh, you're in, you must be in trouble with the current husband for you to be using. It just, it's, it's really, it's really cool and fun to see like just people enjoying my humor and, you know, trolling me back as much as I troll everyone else in my life, you know? Oh my gosh. It's like you have inside jokes with people you've never met before. Yeah. That is so cool. Yeah. It's really fun. And like, you know, people will now comment on my behalf, (laughs) Um, uh, which has been a new fun thing. Like I will, I will say uh, 
like someone will comment on a video being like, did you just say current husband? And one of my followers will respond saying like, oh, you must be new here. And so like, it's just, yeah, it's, it's cool. I think the, yeah. you know, the community of it all has, has been the best part. And I think, I think I talked about this, I understand Kirsch, Kirsch class before, but um, it, my husband one day asked me saying, if you never grow into like an actor that's a series regular that like does it full time all the time. Do you think that what you do on social media fulfills that part of what you do as an actor? And I said, I, I think it does, you know, like I do really love acting so much and will continue to love acting and continue to pursue it as hard as possible. Um, but social media, the, what I've gained from social media is that it does, uh, it does hit that chord of being creative and funny and storytelling and entertaining and community that I, all the things that I love about acting that is also in it. So that has been really fun to discover as well. Amazing. It really is so special to hear something so uplifting when things feel um, sort of so uncertain in this particular moment. Thank you so, so much.